The Vine Keeper Bible Podcast, Guyana, South America, the land of many waters. My name is Rick Walker. Listen, Guyana, this is for you. Psalm 1 begins with these words of wisdom. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man who does not walk with the wicked. Blessed is the man who does not stand with sinners. Blessed is the man who does not sit with men who mock righteousness. Blessed is the man who delights in God's law. Blessed is the man who meditates on God's law. He delights in God's law by day. He delights in God's law by night. He meditates by day. He meditates by night. Several months ago, I preached this as a sermon in one of our congregations. And after the church service, someone came to me with a question. What does it mean to meditate? What does it mean to meditate? In the Old Testament, we find this word, meditate. But the New Testament never uses the word, meditate. The New Testament says to think, to consider. Blessed is the man who thinks about God's Word. Blessed is the man who considers God's Word. He thinks about God's Word by day. He thinks about God's Word by night. Fill your mind with the knowledge of God's Word. In Colossians, Paul said, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And Jesus said, Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God's Word, a treasure by day, a treasure by night. Blessed is the man who thinks. Blessed is the man who considers. Blessed is the man who thinks about God's Word. Blessed is the man who considers God's Word. Think about Jesus. Think about Jesus' life and Jesus' death, His resurrection and His ascension, Son of God and Son of Man. Think, consider, reflect. Blessed is the man who meditates on God's Word by day and by night. What are you doing with God's Word? What do you do with the sermon preached? What do you do with the Bible class taught? Do you take this treasure home and look for the place where it touches your life? 
Where does this sermon touch my life? Where does it touch my family? Where does it touch my church? That is meditation. In the 19th century, the British preacher Charles Spurgeon said that meditation is like a wine press. You know how a wine press works. Harvesters go into the vineyard. They carry their baskets into the vineyard. They fill their baskets with grapes. From the vineyard, they go to the wine press. And the grapes are poured into the wine press. The press crushes the grapes. And grape juice is squeezed out. And the juice becomes wine. From grape to juice to wine. Preachers, go into the vineyard during the week and fill the wine press on Sunday. Send your members home every week with a wine press that is full and ready to be pressed. Give them a deep knowledge of God's Word so they can meditate. Pour grapes into the wine press so your members can meditate, so they can squeeze out the wine. Paul wrote Timothy, Listen, Timothy, persevere in the reading of Scripture. Persevere in preaching. Persevere in teaching. Be diligent. Persevere. You will save both yourself and those who listen to you. Preaching is hard work. But preaching is what preachers do. How long does it take to make wine? Who really knows? Yeast grows fast, but wisdom is not yeast. Wisdom comes slowly. Wisdom takes time. Twenty years ago, one of our Ukrainian sisters approached me after church. Helen just walked up to me and said, I think you are right. Think what is right? I think what you said in your sermon is right. Well, what did I say in my sermon? Well, you said this. She told me what I said. I said, what? I preached that sermon eight months ago. And Helen said, yes, and I think you are right. That is meditation. Helen had spent months thinking about a point in a sermon, pondering it in her mind, crushing the grape, making the wine. 
Blessed is the man. No, it is not blessed is the man. In Hebrew, it is two words, yashiri haish. The word yashiri is plural. Blessed is plural. In Hebrew, it is like blessed, blessed, blessed is the man. But not the wicked man. He is like the shaft that the wind blows away. And what is the blessed, blessed, blessed man like? He is like a tree planted by streams of living water. He bears fruit in season. His leaves do not wither. They do not die. This man prospers in God's service, but not the wicked man. The wicked man is like the shaft that the wind blows away. Somewhere I read, blessed is Israel. Somewhere I read, blessed is the nation. But Psalms does not begin, blessed is Israel. It does not begin, blessed is the nation. The Psalms begin, Yashiri Haish, blessed, blessed, blessed is the man. It is very interesting to me that the Psalms begin by saying, blessed, blessed, blessed is the man. And in Jesus' sermon, he began in the same way. Blessed, for his is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed, for he will be comforted. Blessed, for he will inherit the earth. Blessed, for he will be filled with righteousness. Blessed, for he will be shown mercy. Blessed, for he will see God. Blessed, for he will be called the child of God. Blessed, for his is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed, for great is his reward in heaven. And he bears fruit in his season. He is poor in spirit. He mourns. He is meek. He hungers and thirsts after righteousness. He is merciful. He is pure in heart. He is a maker of peace. His leaves do not wither. They do not die. Many centuries ago, a rabbi told a story. A story about a man who went on a journey. It was a long journey. Day after day, farther and farther away from home. And he got lost. He found no towns. There were no inns where he could stop and rest. Not a single tree. Not a drop of water. No living creature, only barren land, hopelessly lost. What to do? He did all he could do. He continued his journey and prayed for relief. And then he saw a distant tree. 
and where there is a tree, there is water. Maybe he would find a stream of water. Water for his thirst. He had hope. Coming closer, he discovered a spring of clear, bubbling water. And so he drank deeply. Then he looked up and saw that the tree was very beautiful. It had very fine-looking branches. Their leaves covered the ground with shade, and the branches were loaded with luscious fruit. He drank from the stream, ate the most delicious fruit, loved the beauty. He slept in the shade. After he was rested and refreshed, he got up to continue along his way. But as he was walking away, he was thinking about what a blessing this tree had been. So he stopped and turned to take another look. He wanted to ask the Lord to bless the tree. He thought for a while. Finally, he spoke to the tree. He asked, What kind of blessing can I ask the Lord for you? That he would bless you with beauty? No. For you are already most beautiful. That you should have a great source of water? No. For a spring is already at your roots. Perhaps that you may bear luscious fruit. No. For you are already loaded with delicious fruit. No, I cannot ask any of these things from the Lord for you. Only this can I ask the Lord, that your saplings will be like you. Only this can I ask, that your saplings will be like you planted by rivers of water, bearing fruit, giving comfort and shade to people on long life journeys in a weary land, a blessing to others. May your saplings be like you. Thirty-five years ago, Paula and I were house parents at a Christian orphanage named Child Place a large property with four large two-story houses. At one end of the property was the church building, and at the other end was a wooded area. One day I was thinking that we needed a tree in front of the house. So I took a shovel to the woods and dug up a small tree, not very big. The branches were bare, Not a single leaf, not a single bud, maybe seven feet tall. Took it back to our house and planted it right in the front yard. Right in the middle, halfway between the house and the road. Well, from my office window on the second floor... I could look out and see the tree. Within days, I could see budding 
leaves. Within days. When I dug it up, the branches were bare, no leaves, no buds. But now, buds were beginning to grow. I watched it grow and grow and grow, eight feet, nine feet, ten feet, growing so fast, covered with leaves. Well, I told Nathan, the director, that I planted a tree and it was growing so fast and tall. And Nathan looked at me and said, I know why it is growing. There is a water line from the road to the house and you planted right on top of the water line. Well, I didn't know I had planted it over the water line. I just planted it in the middle of the yard. I want it here, I plant it here. In the woods, it was hardly growing. Just a short, common tree with bare branches. But now, so big, so beautiful, it was planted by a stream of water. It was not planted on a hard path. It was not planted in a rocky place. It was not planted among thorns. It was planted by a stream of water. It did not wither. It did not die. It grew. Thirty-fold, sixty-fold, a hundred-fold. Water brings life. Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. Blessed, blessed, blessed is the man, Yashiri Haish, that could be you.